Welcome to another episode of the Decent Rowing Podcast. My name's Lachlan Davey. I'm here with my dad, Ken Davey, and together we have the Decent Rowing website, uh, decentrowing.com, uh, library of rowing resources. And today we're going to be having a chat about uh, the difference between rushing the slide, so rushing into the catch, or having rhythm into the catch, because to the untrained eye, they could look kind of similar. So where would you start on this one, Ken? Well, I think it's really important. Uh, we find that in, in coaching, particular junior crews, you'll find that they tend to rush into the catch. Now, it's a term that's often used, rushing into the catch, and to my mind, it's it's a bit confusing. Uh, because if you're rushing into the catch, to me, that means uncontrolled. One thing that's really fundamental is if you're in rowing a, a boat, if you've got a, a 60 to 110 kilo athlete for example in a in a skull let's talk about a single skull because this is where it's most dramatic so it's in a single skull and they they weigh 80 odd kilos the boat weighs 14 if physics says that if they pull the boat towards them or pull their feet towards them or come down the slide i prefer pulling the feet towards you as a description when they pull their feet towards them then the boat moves a long way because it's lighter and they don't move anywhere near as far because they're heavier and the mass determines that the boat moves rather than the athlete. So that that to me is really important. So when you're racing, you can't actually get to a rating of a more than about 23, 24 strokes a minute without pulling the boat towards you. Now, when I advocate to people that you pull the boat towards you, uh, the comment I often get is, but aren't you rushing down the slide? Now, the truth is that you don't go down the slide, the boat comes to you, the feet come to you. Uh, and so it's quite a different concept. I think it's different in a bigger boat, but let's let's explore a little more what happens in a single skull in relation to pulling the boat towards you coming into the catch. And I think what Lachlan said a minute ago about rhythm, I think is where the secret is. So Lachlan, from your perspective, when you... We've talked before about following the puddles in the boat, uh, following the puddles with the boat, keeping the boat speed uh, or your speed down the slide the same as the speed of the puddle going away from the boat. How do you see these two things matching up? Yeah, so using that can be a useful way to sort of help yourself get into a, a good rhythm if you aren't, say, sure what you should be doing. But the real key is um, when you're coming into the catch or, say, drawing the boat towards you, whatever you want to call it, um, is that you're doing it in a controlled manner. So it can be quick and controlled, whereas if you're rushing it, so like pulling it, like uncontrollably pulling it towards you just as fast as you can and you haven't really thought about the sequence of events that that you're going to follow that with, so when you're going to place the blade in the water, when you're going to engage the leg drive, and you're really just... Um, just doing one movement in isolation, quickly pulling it towards you, so not in a controlled fashion. And I'd say that's when I'd say that you're rushing down the slide is when it's not controlled and you can't master the series of movements that would would be to follow that that pulling the boat towards you or coming down the slide. Yeah, I agree. And the other thing that you see with a lot of athletes too is, which I would define as rushing, is when they come off the back turn put their hands away come off the back turn body over and come down the slide and it all happens just at the same speed there's no break up of that and uh, it's important when you come off the back turn I think to 
give it a little bit of time to feel the rhythm. And so as you're coming down the slide for the first little less than half of the slide, match the speed of the paddle going away. And then when you come into the last half of the slide or a little bit more, then pull the boat towards you in a controlled but, but reasonably aggressive manner. And then the critical thing, as Lachlan just mentioned, is you need to get the catch in well. And so if you pull the boat towards you aggressively, that's fine. A controlled aggression is fine. The trick really is when you go to put the blade in the water, you've got to make sure that you capture that acceleration that you just gained by pulling the boat towards you by putting the blade in connected before you start to push. And rushing is frequently followed uh, immediately by pushing to come out of the catch. And then all that happens is that the athlete just pushes the boat away from them. So rushing down the slide without having a well-prepared, well-executed catch is almost guaranteed to slide the boat down, not speed it up. So that's where bits of the concept uh, of rushing versus pulling the boat towards you come to play. And my perspective is to look at the finish, come off the finish in a controlled fashion, go with the speed of the boat, uh, let the boat run, and then when you last part coming into the catch, draw the boat towards you knowing that you have to execute a really good quick deep catch well connected before you start to push and if you do that you'll get rhythm and pull the boat towards you quite quickly so it may look a little bit like you're rushing the slide but if you've got that rhythm off the back then i think that you're not rushing the slide you're just completing a well executed stroke it uh, might be worth reiterating that this probably only occurs at a higher rating, so say like above 22, 24 strokes a minute. Um, up until that point, you can get away with just pulling the boat towards you at, at a speed which maintains the velocity of the boat, so the speed of the boat doesn't change, but because of friction, you have to overcome that. When you rock over and come forward, your body moving is overcoming the friction of the boat so the boat speed remains constant uh, you can't do this though at a higher rating uh, well yeah you can't do this at race pace because uh, the boat needs to be at a higher rating or you need to be at a higher rating in order to get the speed of the boat up and no it's not as efficient because the hull speed of your boat is changing so a, a boat's most efficient when it's just going at a constant speed uh, the uh, fluctuations in velocity uh, up and down uh, that's going to cause more energy but you're going to end up with a higher overall average speed when you're racing and that's why it's important to have a high rating to be able to keep that maximum speed only if it is for a short moment uh, which is the race so this is when the the boats pull towards you this is when you have to be nice and smooth into the catch very quick into the catch bringing the boat quite rapidly towards you coming into the catch with your feet um, but not in such a way that it's uncontrolled and you end up misplacing the catch and, and and basically doing yourself a disservice by trying to pull the boat towards you. You want to be able to pull the boat towards you, get an accurate catch and apply the power in a nice smooth motion and that's where you'll get your rhythm from um, as opposed to rushing into the catch, trying to put the blade in the water, missing the water, maybe hitting it not engaging the legs at the right time, you'll lose a lot of speed and you'll find it very hard to keep your boat speed up during a race if that's the case. No doubt, no doubt. Another side thing that happens when people rush the slide is that they tend to fall into the catch as well. So they come off the back too quick, they come down the slide too quick, they 
bad word, they pull the boat towards them quickly. And then when they get to the catch, they're not really ready for the catch. And so they tend to fall into the catch, fall over their feet. And the way to solve all of that is when you get to the finish of the stroke, get your hands away quite quickly, get your body weight out of the bow and back over your toes. And then chill a little bit and run, let the boat run. And then by that point, at about three-eighths of the way down the slide, five-eighths to go, then you should have your body in the catch position ready to take the catch. And I mean ready to take the catch both mentally and physically. Then draw the boat towards you, uh, depending on how fast your rating wants to be, draw the boat towards you as quickly as you as you need. Uh, that acceleration happens and the boat goes faster at that point. Then you're ready for the catch. So as soon as you get to the catch, We'll get the boat to you then you put the blade in get connected capture that acceleration that you just created and then undertake the normal rowing stroke go back and do it again now if you get that sequence right and you do it in a way where you get the rhythm off the back and then you draw the boat towards you but you're ready for the catch you take a really well executed catch and capture that acceleration then you'll find the boat goes quite fast it can make a significant difference and i think the critical step is to know that it happens. There's a lot of people out there rowing that don't understand that that actually happens. They've never been taught or whatever. And once you understand as an athlete in your mind that you know that you're drawing the boat towards you, then you can use that to make the boat go faster. Now, look, when you're in a boat, uh, way more often than I because I haven't been in the boat for some time, uh, how do you see it, that, that the difference in the control in pulling into the front? So do you mean... Like not, you, do you mean rowing, not consciously thinking about pulling the boat towards you, or no, and then versus that, doing it, or no? I think it's the the difference it makes in your mind knowing that you are pulling the boat towards you. You're not coming down the slide. You're drawing the boat towards you, ready for getting some acceleration, ready for the next catch. Because I think a lot of athletes don't really understand that they do pull the boat towards them and when they get to understand that that's what actually happens then in their mind it makes it easier to understand because I think a lot of athletes are concerned about pulling the boat towards them quickly because they've been taught that that's rushing the slide and you shouldn't do it so it's getting out of that mindset I think how does the mindset change fit when you actually get in a boat yeah so you sort of go through a few phases as a rower to start with you're told not to rush into the catch because you are you can't control it you can't coordinate the movements and any beginner who tries to come into the catch too quickly is rushing it so you go from that point and then as you progress a little bit through more with your rowing you get told that you're not coming into the catch quickly enough because you know you're a good student and you decided that you do what the coach said and so you've ended up being too slow into that catch position and so I think when you think about drawing the boat towards you that can be a useful way to increase that speed and you know dynamic movement around the catch lots of my coaches talk about being dynamic at the catch and they're they're really talking about a quick precise like finesse uh, speed of movement thing and so you want to be nice and dynamic coming into the catch and one way of doing that is drawing the boat towards you with your feet or thinking about instead of coming down the slide pulling the boat towards you uh, one of the other interesting things, I think if you're someone who's done roll-ups, um, especially roll-ups in a single, so starting at the finish position, tapping out while the boat's not moving, coming forward and then placing the blades in the water, um, if you think about coming down the slide, I found it a lot harder to balance the boat thinking about coming down the slide as opposed to 
when I rock over, bringing my feet towards me. If When I think about that, it seems like the balance is much easier. Uh, I feel like uh, I'm more the center of the, the whole rowing system as opposed to the boat being the, the mental center of the whole rowing system. Obviously, in reality, it's a bit of a bit of both. But uh, as Ken said earlier, the, the athlete is by far the biggest weight in that uh, single scale or you know, even an eight, you know, the, the, the mass of the people is by far the biggest weight compared to the boat. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think it's part of that balance thing is about actively doing something rather than passively sitting there. And I think if you passively sit there, then it's easy to become unstable. Whereas if you're actively doing something like drawing the boat towards you, then it's, um, it's, it's a lot um, a lot more it's a lot easier to balance the boat well if you're actively doing something so i think it's very important another thing to think about in relation to this when you're racing is that if you want to increase your boat speed during a race then often the easiest way to do it is to is to just focus on drawing the boat towards you a little bit faster Uh, and so i had one occasion where an athlete was in a major national title race and he, at one point in the race he was about a length and a half behind and so he just concentrated on drawing the boat towards him you know, for not that many strokes and all of a sudden he was a length in front because what happens is you gain that extra acceleration the thing to be careful of though is before you do a push like that in a race where you concentrate on drawing the boat towards you before you do that the first thing to do is to check that your catches are a quick well-connected deep and executed before you have any leg push so check that first get that bit right first and then just try and draw the boat towards you quicker just a bit quicker and then a bit quicker and you'll find your rating goes up the boat speed goes up and it it isn't that expensive energy wise because you're essentially using muscles that you're not using in the pushing phase so it's a way to get a bit of quick speed in a race so uh, something to practice if you practice it and get it right, then I think you'll be surprised at how how much of a difference it can make to your boat speed in a race. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit like changing down a gear. Like you're on the highway, you want to overtake someone in your car. Instead of being top gear, you change down a gear or two, and you get a lot more uh, a lot more uh, power. Uh, well, you get a lot more power, but the mechanical advantage is much easier for the gearbox to overcome. And so in rowing, it's the same thing. You take more strokes per minute you have more bites at it you're in a a lower gear for example like a you know not top gear anymore and and you can bring that boat speed up yeah it's going to be uh, more taxing on you because you're changing direction quite a lot Um, but sometimes it's just enough to be able to increase your boat speed to the point where you can maintain and it feels a little bit easier as opposed to trying to bring it up through um, through more effort through the water um, that can be effective too, so especially in crew boats, uh, making a call to you know try and increase the rating, but doing it through the water as opposed to on the slide, like we're talking about, can work. But it can also work the other way as well. Uh, there's pros and cons to both approaches, but a lot of the time in a race, it's hard to mentally get yourself to push harder without um, increasing the rate. If you think about drawing the boat towards you, that's yeah, it's it's not the same as thinking about trying harder with pushing or generating more power during the drive phase. It's it's almost like part of the stroke that you're not focusing on as much, and so you can get that extra benefit like that. 
Yeah, and and talking about bigger boats, it's you can do the same technique in a, in a larger boat. The issue, of course, is that you need to coordinate it between a number of people. So it's probably easiest in a single, next easiest to double, and so on. But in a large boat, you have to have the whole crew on on the same page as to what you're trying to do. The other thing that comes out of the larger boats is that rushing in a larger boat is a lot more common. Rushing in a single when you're learning to row, yeah, it happens and and it's it's common, there's no doubt. But when you get into a, a crew boat, if you're, for example, got a young crew rowing in a quad, then it's really quite easy for them to not act in in rhythm with the boat at all. And because the boat's quite large, it's not moving very fast, it's all a lot heavier. So for someone to tear down the slide at a, at a great speed and, and crash into the front almost is what I'd call real rushing of the slide. And I've seen a lot of under 13, under 14 crews uh, row like that. And so what I suggest you do with people like that, and trust me, any crew you get, you'll find that you've got someone who wants to do this in the, in the beginner stages, is to really slow them down and control it. And, and probably initially don't talk much about pulling the boat towards you, as Lachlan said earlier, when you learn to row, you tend not to do that. Because the reality is, in a crew boat, if you're in a quad and one of the crew try to draw the boat towards them, they're not going to feel any significant difference as far as the boat goes, because the boat's too big and there's too many people there. So I'd suggest, with a, if you're going to teach this this difference between avoiding uh, rushing is not what you might think it is, and you do actually draw the boat towards you, then I suggest get your beginner athletes and put them in single scales so they can understand it. And all you need to do to prove it to them is to have them sit in the boat with the blades flat on the water at about half slide, a little bit less, um, as in a little bit more towards the bow, and then ask them to just watch the water next to the boat and pull their pull the foot stretcher towards them. And they'll see very clearly that the boat came towards them and that's acceleration because that's the right way they're trying to make the boat go so they'll understand that really quickly then i suggest get them to do that a couple of times so they've got good understanding and then ask them to in fact sit at the catch and push really hard with the oars flat on the water for about the first half or three quarters of the slide and watch the water again and they'll see that the water go the boat goes backwards and then if you take explain to them the concept of saying you pull the boat towards you with your feet then you put the blade in the water and capture that acceleration and then you push in order to make the boat go further forward because the blades are holding it then you'll find that they understand really quickly about the concept of what's happening at the catch you draw the boat towards you put the blade in the water and then you push and they'll be able to they will have seen with their own eyes that the boat did come towards them when they pulled their feet and if they didn't put the oar in the water the boat went away from them you'll find they get a very quick understanding of what that's what that's about. So I'd suggest take your athletes, put them into singles. If they can't handle singles, then I'd say you can do the same thing in a double. Just get them to do it, two athletes to do it together to make it really clear. But you'll find they learn really quickly what the concept is, and then they should be able to translate that with a bit of your help into a crew boat like a quad. So say uh, say someone's mastered the the sequence, or more or less, so, you know they can get the catch in at the right time. They're still coming down the slide quite slowly. Maybe in races they have trouble getting the rating up. 
Uh, that's often a common complaint uh, for people who do a lot of like low rating training. They struggle to get the rating up in a race and therefore struggle to get the maximum boat speed and, and often disappointed with their results. How would you go about uh, demonstrating to someone like that uh, the importance of being able to draw the boat towards you uh, in, a, in a swift but controlled manner? How would you go about uh, teaching that and showing showing people that that's a good way to get more speed out of your boat and more rating? Yeah, I, I think a couple of ways. The, the, the first one is to get them to understand, like I just said, in relation to a single or a double, just so they know the concept. The thing that I find frequently is that, in fact, I think every time I've taught this to someone, is that they don't pull the boat towards them quick enough. They're so used to this coming into the catch nice and slow and steady type statement, which, of course, is counter-rating. You're not going to get a high rating doing that. And so what I've done with people is I ask them to do two things. Firstly, I ask them to sit at about half slide and pull the boat towards them as quickly as they can with their oars flat on the water. Invariably, it'll be slow. And so I ask them to do it quicker, 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 and then eventually after about five or six attempts, we get to the point where they're actually pulling it really quickly towards them. Then what I do is I ask them to do a piece of rowing where they row essentially about half, three-quarter slide, and I want them to rate at about 50. And the way they get to rate 50 is by pulling the boat towards them quickly, not by pushing because it's harder work. And so I get them to take the rating up by pulling the boat towards them. Now, most people uh, who I do this with, they say, but hang on, we've been taught not to do that. And so then you have to go back to that basic again of saying, well, we're drawing the boat towards us, and this is a drill. (laughs) It's not how we row, it's a drill. And so when they get that understood, then it's really quite easy for them to do that. The next drill I do after that is to ask them to row with very low pressure at a low rate, except for the f- coming into the catch. And so I ask them to pull the boat towards them really quickly for that last half of the slide and put the blade in the water and then just push nice and gently through to the finish, come back to half slide, down the slide, and then pull the boat towards them really quickly and repeat that quite a lot, like I do that for 20, 30 strokes because it's not hard work but what it's doing it's emphasizing that ability to draw the boat towards you and have a super quick deep connected catch and if you overdo it where you want them to pull the boat towards them at a ridiculously fast rate like as fast as they physically can then they'll then go back to somewhere a little bit less than that when they start to row and be able to control it because they know that they can do it faster than it needs to be done. So that's the sequence of steps I'd run through with an athlete in order to get them to understand this concept. Seems to work pretty well. Yeah, so essentially they've got the problem where their set point for rating or coming down the slide is just too slow for a good good race pace and so it's about resetting what <clears throat> it's about resetting what they think is normal or what is achievable. Uh, going beyond that a little bit with ultra high rating of like 50 for example and then coming back down to what you know in a single maybe like 32 34 you know some of the more competitive people maybe even higher than that but um but i guess the point is it feels easy to maintain a rating of that speed it feels easy to maintain that rating after you've overstretched it uh with a higher rating no doubt no doubt and and the same with starts because the same drills that i'm talking about there uh, are used for teaching people how to do starts the, the trick is to be able to get as many strokes in as quickly as you can and once they learn to move quickly then it's 
easy to control that so that during a race you can choose which point of the race you're going to move really quickly and which point you're not. So, so I think understanding the concept of pulling yourself into the catch is, is absolutely vital to be really fast uh, because without that, you're sort of missing how a boat works. Uh, one athlete once said to me, I explained the concept and asked if he could do it and he, he was talking to a camera at the time and he, he said, I'm going to try that now. And he tried it and pulled the boat towards him and he, after about 15 strop, strokes he stopped and he said, rowing will never be the same again. And seriously, that's the sort of difference it can make to how you row. So really important to master this drawing the boat towards you concept and forget about rushing. Rushing is not the issue at the catch, really. It's only an issue at the catch if you didn't do it in a controlled way and you didn't get the blade in the water before you pushed. The rushing generally, uh, I think, is more at the back of the stroke. The, when you get to the finish, hands away, rock over, feel the run, get the rhythm, then come halfway down the slide, then draw the boat towards you as aggressive as you wish, get a good catch and go again. And I think that's uh, one of the secrets to being able to race well. So if you want to find out a bit more about what we do and see some videos on this topic, we've got a whole heap of them that we've just made at our website, decentrowing.com. Members can log in and, and view those. Uh, if you're not currently a member, you can sign up. And if you're not ready for a membership and just maybe want to find out a bit more about what we do, um, just head to our website and you can sign up to our email list and you get our, our rowing course for free if you do that. But um, yeah, a good way to get to know the, the sort of things that we make and the videos that we do. So until next time, happy rowing.